Too crazy for Boys Town. Too much of a boy for Crazy Town. The child was an outcast. Don't put on the show. Freaking win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You freaking win the game. You don't put on the show. You win. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back to show five. Five shows. It doesn't feel like it's been five shows. Doesn't feel like it's been five shows, but here we are. Still not canceled, knock on wood. And still, 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 I have to remind you that you know, I mean, you know about underdog sports, right? You're here right now. I can't imagine you're listening to this right now and don't know about underdog sports. But they're the latest and greatest place to play fantasy sports and pick them. I know you love fading my picks because you're a smart person. But underdog now has a way to make even more money. That's right. Best Ball Mania 2 is live. It's live right now. And the winner, they're not walking away with a million dollars, Jim. They're walking away with a million and one dollar. Ooh. I like that because you can say it's over a million dollars in prize. That could be, you know what I mean? It could be literally anything. But it's the, biz- the biggest prize, the biggest prize in best ball history. Best Ball Mania 2 is a season-long NFL best ball tournament. It's easy. All you do is draft. There's no waivers, no trades, no injury concerns, nothing. At the end of each NFL week, Underdog will automatically set your best possible lineup. Now, they just, okay. I'm back on the wrist team's head because they snuck this in here last. Running backs do go in the first round of these. So brace yourself. I don't. I didn't want to have to read that. But the risk team is the one setting the lineups. As long is there like a, a lineup team that's separate from the risk team? Because I don't know if I trust the risk team. I, I'll tell you this. I'm. I got a lot of ass to whoop, and I, I'm not really going to be differentiating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very fun. It's a simple game. Anyone can win. Go give it a shot right now. Use promo code Trill T R I double L when you sign up for your chance to win. Over a million dollars in prizes. A million plus. A million plus. Speaking, of, I was going to talk about this later, but I feel like I got to get it out of the way now. Uh, got another billionaire divorce. Another billionaire divorce. So, you know, we talked a little bit about the 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 Bezoses. Um, and now Melinda Gates, who I know is a huge Not Here to Argue fan. She uh, is. Sup. Sup. I just leave it at that. Just, just giving you a heads up. Like if next week you send the link and I don't show up, and when I finally click the link, I'm on some super yacht somewhere in Italy, and it's like, I, my God, I forgot to tell you, um, we're billionaires now. <laughs> meaning myself and Melinda. I, I move quickly. To, this is all going to happen in one week. I, I work quick. I work quick. Good for you. So, you know yeah, what you listen, want. Think about how terrible it's got to be to break up with somebody or divorce somebody and y'all both have to tweet the exact same <laughs> statement at the exact same time and you both have to turn off your replies. How many people worked terrible. on that statement for the Gates Foundation, like to work on your <laughs> divorce announcement? How many How many eyes touched that? 
I'd be willing to bet they made over four hundred thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the part, like the the president, like the the people that write the president's speeches, probably don't put as much work into it as like billionaire divorce tweets. This is really becoming my favorite brand of tweet. <laughs> uh, the billionaire is announcing that things aren't working out, but they have to. It's one, like you just have to say all the good stuff. And it's like, listen, y'all don't owe us anything. I don't know why you have to say like, I don't. <laughs> I, who is this for? It's like, hey, we have three kids. We love very. Much. OK, tell them that. Did they, like, do they know this? Don't, don't tell me. Um, but Melinda, sup? If you need a shoulder to cry on. Um, Someone to buy jewelry. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm around. I'll put it like that. I'm around. She could help you buying a franchise. She could help you uh, with an NBA team. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I would just say, like, I still don't have a PS5, right? <laughs> and so I was like, All right, could you give me a PS5? And I come in the next day and she just hands me Sony. She just hands me keys. I'm like, she just, you just own Sony. I'm like, all of it? Here's all the NBA 2K franchise. Do yeah, with it you, all of you it. want. I asked for 2K. She just hires the, the Lakers and the Cavaliers to just play for me on call. <laughs> and they have to, like, I get to insert myself in the game, like my player, but they have to, like, fall down at my jab moves, and somebody has to pick me up to dump. And there's a crowd, a crowd of thousands uh, paid to go wild whenever I do anything. Uh, just because she loves me. You know what I mean? Just because just we have that bond. I think you got to wait a little bit longer than a week. I mean, think of the stress that went into drafting that statement. She needs to recover from that. Yeah, but maybe. I, flip side, with all the stress that went into that statement, maybe she's ready to let her hair down. You know what I mean? That's true. Cut loose. About to have a hot girl summer. Yeah, the hottest girl. Melinda Gates. Melinda um, Gates. Watch out for Melinda Gates, summer 2021. <laughs> the hottest girl summer. She buys the sun. Uh, in cash so she's just so. gonna go to all the countries that she doesn't allow the vaccine to be shipped to and show up <laughs> <laughs> yeah here in guam everybody's very <laughs> ill uh they have me to thank for that now um, she just should whoa she should start just uh giving the vaccine to places bill didn't want to give it just to spite him look at you i'm gonna i'm gonna vaccinate all of the i don't know i don't know what countries don't have the vaccine now Presumably a lot. I, I mean, I, we'd have to ask the Gates Foundation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, now you have something to talk about with Melinda. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, Mel. I call her Mel. Um, oh, okay. You, you can call her uh, Melinda, but I call her Mel. Um, so there's that. There's that. But did you watch the uh, the Marvel game last night? I missed the Marvel game. Uh, uh, I saw the highlights, the exploding rims, but uh, I did not did not tune in. I guess I, I watched a good bit of it against my better judgment. I just don't know. Who is this for? Right? Like, same as the divorce. Who, who is this for? <laughs> Disney owns Marvel and ESPN. So it's not a money. Like, it's not like they received, you know, big money from Marvel. They are. They give the mo money to Marvel. So it's not a money thing. It's a Monday night regular season basketball game between the ninth seed in the 11th seed one of which is i think the smallest market in basketball new orleans so like who I, I don't know who like who's this supposed to draw in who's this for marvel like, fans who don't watch basketball like yeah i know they were 
just clamp like I there's only one way I'd get into basketball is if you turn Steph Curry into the Black Panther. Like that is that what they're saying? But like look is adding lightning bolts to the rim? Like, oh, now it's superheroes. Yeah, look, oh, I am in. Like somebody's just like, what? They just put down their comic book and just pick up their Zion Williamson jersey. I I I, I, just, I don't get I don't understand who it's for. We're looking at a picture now. Uh, it looks like blue lightning has strick, struck him? stricken. I'm not good at grammar. Struck, struck, struck uh, the rim. And it's like they had to do that every single like every time somebody shot a three, you got to put they put like a trail on it. A lot more threes don't go in than do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like do they again, have these, a- are the, these are the ninth and 11 seeds in their conference. If they were shooting lights out, they wouldn't be that Steph Curry aside. They wouldn't be the ninth and 11 seeds. So it was a lot of like purple, uh, purple chemtrails. Uh, <laughs> hey, Melinda, um, going up to the basket and then bricking off. Uh, and then every time somebody hit, it would just turn into a different, it would say like Avengers or Captain America or, and it's like, I, I, re- I just don't know who this is for. I don't know who benefits from this. What was the worst play that they animated? Like, was they doing all baskets where you're just getting like a nice contested mid range? Pow! Yeah, it was <laughs> 17 <laughs> foot off the glass. Kaboom! Uh, I think that, I think my favorite was probably somebody, uh, Maybe somebody for the Pelicans went up for a shot and it was one of those like they got fouled, but you're waiting to see like if it goes in for the and one and the ball didn't go in. But I guess the guy already had the graphic queued up. So he was like, uh, so it was like he missed it. He's going to the line for two. I think that was probably my favorite. That's a lot of pressure on the graphic guy sitting in the truck. Like this is his first time ever doing this. He needs has all sorts of explosions he's looking to try out. Right. There's no precedent. Right. Like he could have went. I feel like you can get away. With, I've learned that uh, from my many years as law before I was disbarred in several states. I never went to law school. Apparently, that'll get you disbarred. Um, I think you should just pass the bar. I think you should. That's what I said. But anyways, all you need is precedent. That's literally all. All you need is one one time in here. Be like, well, this happened in 1875 when they did the first Marvel. Warriors Pelicans game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ended the first Marvel Warriors New Orleans Pelicans game. Uh this guy hit the button and nothing happened to him. And the judge will be like, ah, he's right. You know, he hit the gavel. It's called a gavel. I learned that in my um in my studies. But did you watch the, for the bar exam? Yeah. It was I was like, this is easy. Um it was that easy. Did you watch the NFL playoff game where they did the Nickelodeon? Yeah, that's what I was going to say is the only precedent, and that's SpongeBob. That one I can get more. It's like, try to get yeah. the kids to watch. It's for the kids. I guess Marvel is for the kids, but so many people who are adults are so obsessed with Marvel that it's not a kid's thing. It's, that's a, what I'm it, it, it's, it's a Marvel a, thing. They're, yeah. they're their own class of fans. I feel like they will beat up kids. Like, if a kid was like, I, I like Spider-Man, you idiot. He's DC. He's not even – like, they would just, just not – I don't think they would take too lightly. Like, I'm sure I'm a marked man right now for speaking ill uh, of the Have you watched crowd. any of those movies? I watched some of the Avengers I on the I know you're not a movie guy, so that would I'm be- notoriously not a movie guy. I watched one, I, I don't know. I called it Infinity Game, and they laughed at me. <laughs> it was either Infinity or Endgame. I watched some of it, and then I got sleepy, so I went to sleep. 
Makes and sense. when I when I woke up, it was still on. So I watched the end of it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I yes, I, I, I say all that to say yes. I'm <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge Marvel guy, but like the nickel again, like you said, I, I that's for the kids. I get that. Also, it was a playoff game. Like if you're tuning in, it's like, oh, okay. Like I just wanted to see what this will be like. It's also a playoff. You still want to see? Okay, look, let me see who wins between the, like the Saints and the Bears. Maybe, maybe you tune in, maybe you don't, but you still cares who win. You care who wins. And football feels like slowly enough paced, right? Like like you score a touchdown, it's a big deal. There are a few like ninety yard touchdowns. You drive down the field. So when you get like the slime zone. It's a big deal. Basketball, you <laughs> you literally have to shoot every 24 seconds. You have to. There are 50 baskets a game for each team. Yeah, like minimum. So it's like, I I don't know. Like basketball feels too up and down. Also, foot, like they did a great thing where they had, like football has rules that need explaining. Like if you're talking encroachment or holding, like what's offensive pass or what's, Defensive pass interference to offensive pass, like all that. That needs explaining. I feel like basketball, for the most part, basketball is pretty straightforward. Yeah, he hit him on the arm. Like, you don't really need to explain that. Like, you're not getting, like, Captain America to explain, like, what well, this is a basketball. Like, I don't, I just don't see the, I don't get it. I would much rather hear from Captain America like than Steve Javi in Secaucus. <laughs> <laughs> That's Captain exactly America. right. It's <laughs> definitely a charge. Uh, <laughs> you don't hear from uh, 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 Dick Bavetta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All also, of those guys who always figure out, you know, the refs did the right thing here. Yeah. yeah no, it's like I, he, he shot him dead and they didn't call the charge. No, that's exact, that, That's the right call. Listen, he's, he slid his feet uh, before he got shot. Uh, are you a Marvel guy? Are you like a super? Are you into this stuff? Not at all. I okay. I, I, I barely like fiction. If, the, if stuff <laughs> is made up, it's, uh, why do I care about that? I'm yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm like I'm more of a, a nonfiction. It's like this stuff happened. I hate it, but it happened. Okay, can we? Can you look up Black Widow for me? Like the superhero Black Widow. Because apparently I learned that there's a superhero superheroine named Black Widow because they gave that's who they gave Brandon Ingram. They were like Brandon Ingram was kind of like Black Widow. And people were like, she doesn't have any powers. And I was like, that, I was like, that can't be true. So do we like can we what, what's the powers? Can we see are there any powers? Uh, I wish they had a power section on uh, Wikipedia. Black Widow powers. Yeah, like I, she got to have some type of. She just exists. Yeah, she just really likes spiders. Okay, her abilities is she's okay. an expert spy, a tactician, okay. and uh, great at hand to hand combat. Okay, so she's every superhero ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They're like, oh no, no, this one's, this one's super intelligent. They're all super intelligent. They're superheroes. You understand? That's literally all she's got. Uh, court, sounds like courts. Is that what that is? I mean, that sounds pretty good for uh, Brandon Ingram, though. He's got all <laughs> the skills, but he's not very great. <laughs> he, I mean, you know, if things break right, he could, you know, do some stuff. But more than likely, no. no Put him next no. to a more talented guy who does have superpowers in Zion. You might have something. Yeah, like I feel like Zion being the Hulk was too obvious, but apparently the Hulk is not Marvel, and apparently these are like 
It's a blood rivalry. You don't. Get I didn't realize they up. picked out a hero for every single player. No, they just they just did they did three. I thought they were gonna do that too. They did three per team. They had Steph, Draymond, Andrew. Adrian Wiggins was uh the Black Panther, which upset me greatly. Uh and the Pelicans had Zion, Lonzo, and Brandon Ingram. And Lonzo was Iron Man, and he was in the negatives <laughs> for hero points for a, a good bit of the game. I don't know how yeah, I think you had the who I think Steph or no, I think Draymond ended up winning with the most hero points. Draymond had the most hero points. Uh wait, wait, points, 13 rebounds, 15 assists, which translates to 48 hero points. Wow. And then they did they did the thing after the game. It was like a like a hand. I mean, it was a nice, nice art hand-drawn thing of Draymond. And he was about to run off after like his post-game interview. You could see somebody like tap him on the shoulder, like, hey, could you uh, take a picture with this? And he was like, sure. And he took the picture and then immediately like ran off without it. Like, I, I don't want this <laughs> shit. Like, I don't, what am I going to do with this? Where, where do I put this in my home? Uh, okay, Lonzo got in the positives. I'm, I'm, he was at like negative three for a while. Like for a while. What is it? Missed, it's turnovers and missed shots will really get you. Yeah, that's uh, Lonzo's not going to win that one at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then uh, Andrew Wiggins hit a bucket, and Ryan Rucco, he just yelled out Wakanda forever. That really upset me. <laughs> That's not great. Uh, it really upset me. Uh, <laughs> I think I turned the game off at that point. So maybe this game was for me. I wa- I'd sit here and bitched about it for 10 minutes, but I watched 85% of this game. Maybe it's for me. Yeah, there are other NBA games on. You watch this game because of the stupid Marvel thing. That, that's exactly why I watched it. And that's an, it wasn't a good game. <laughs> like I was like, this has to be worst-case scenario. For the NBA, like the Warriors were up legit, like 25, 30 points in the front. Now they blew the lead. I feel like that came in from, uh, you know, the higher ups, you know what I mean? But yeah, wasn't a good game, but I, I'm, I am happy. I got to see Draymond Green get the inaugural um, hero MVP thingy award. So congrats to him. Congrats to him on that. Another game that happened last night. Not even a game, just an event. I'm just, I'm happy that Carmelo Anthony is doing things in the league. I've long been a Melo fan. And just yesterday, he joined the top 10 all time in scoring. And really, really, he's top nine because there's a name in there we just completely skip over. I, I don't acknowledge him at all. And it just upset me. Because these last three, this year, this current season, and these past two years, I feel like he's been screwed out of some points he should have had. Like this year, season gets cut to 72 from 82. That's a few points. Last year, season got cut to, they only played 74 games. That's a few points. The season before was the Rockets. Uh, the year we, the Rockets just didn't like him. We were like, uh, go away. He played 10 games there. So I did a little math. I also went to uh, I passed the math bar. I don't know if that's the thing. I don't know if that's the thing. But conservative, he's missed around like 800 points only from the rocket season alone. So if you jump him up 800 points, that puts him where we're looking at the top 10 here now. That puts him past Moses Malone. That puts him like shouting distance of Shaq. Like that's. If you're close enough to pass Shaq, like I, Melo's got a couple seats. Like he's willing to come off the bench. Portland seems to like him. Like if he, he's got a, probably a couple more years. 
if you can get up to past Shaquille O'Neal in all-time point, like that's that's saying something. And I, I don't know, I just feel like he got he got screwed out of that. I feel like he doesn't get historically the the respect he deserves. I think he's building it now. Like there was the initial thing where he got, I think he got less respect because he said he wasn't going to come off the bench. Yeah. And now he's just coming off the bench and just being an excellent scorer off the bench and just easy baskets. He's got the Celtics for like 20 points each game they played this year. Just casual. Every once in a while you'll see him do like the the jab step. It's like, yeah, he'll do that. And just hit somebody with a 15-foot shot. They don't like those much anymore. Um, They don't like those. But, yeah, he could be in a position to pass – Shaq like next year I don't know as recently as a couple years ago it was people saying that Carmel Anthony is not a top 50 player NBA player of all time of all time jam that's wild that's what I said this man's a four-time Olympian <laughs> like how, how could you like I, I joke about that but in all seriousness there's something to being like relevant and decent enough to get selected four different times like it's people that like have never just it never broke out like like Derek Derek Rose has an MVP and I don't think he was ever on a Olympic team. I think it just broke in between like the injury years and all that. Like there are good people that don't have it. And for his first Olympic team, he was scoring 21 points a game in the league. And for his last Olympic team, he was scoring 22 points a game like that, that level of consistency. So I really want him to get a ring. I don't. It's not going. It's not going to happen in Portland. I'll say that. I won't say it won't happen, but I. I can't see it happening in Portland, but I would love it if he just if he's just willing to stick around and just kind of Frank Gore his way to the top, like Frank Gore is just like I'll play till I'm fifty. I don't care, and he'll just rush for four hundred yards a year till he's fifty, and we're gonna look up and Frank Gore is gonna be the all time leading rusher. That's what I want Carmelo Anthony to do. Look at all those accomplishments. Look at all those words, numbers. Dollar signs. I was just looking at his contract. Yeah. Where's the best fit for Carmel Anthony just to get him a ring? Lakers, I feel like, is I feel makes like the most sense. If he's willing to come off the bench now, I feel like Lakers feels like easy money. Like just the LeBron can Phoenix, maybe. Like he and Chris Paul are close. But I don't I mean, I was gonna say I don't know about ring stuff. They're like the number one team in the West right now. I feel like that makes you at least a somewhat title contender. But I always Lakers just always felt like the move for me because if he gets a ring, oh boy, you you'll never be able to shut me up. You have the college ring, the gold medals, and an NBA ring, and top ten in scoring. I'm going back to every single person that said he wasn't top fifty, and I don't know what I'll do. I haven't decided. I haven't gotten that far yet. Strongly worded letter might work. Oh, at minimum, <laughs> at minimum. You know, I, speaking of strongly worded letters. Do you think the uh you think the person that came up with the play-in tournament submitted his strongly worded resignation <laughs> after after LeBron called for <laughs> this man or woman to lose his job? I I don't know. He's definitely embarrassed though. He definitely uh Or she. Or she. Maybe it was a group thing, but one guy's just been pushing for the play-in tournament for the past eight years at the NBA. <laughs> It's one of Big like, Lakers look, 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 LeBron's about to talk about it. This is my <laughs> idea. I hate it. It's the word. I want that man killed. I want him drawn and quartered. T- cut his head off. Can you give me the uh, standings 
Yes, sir. Because I don't. It, it's very funny that LeBron, he was all in, I think, like a year ago, and now that they are, oof, they are literally one game away. They are the five seed right now. Dallas is six. They are a half game back. Portland's half game back at Dallas. They're the seven. So they are dangerously close to the play-in. And I feel like him, Luca, Mark Cuban, whoever else is mad, I feel like that proves the whole point that this is a good idea. Like, you yeah, you don't want to be there, do you? Well, play better. Don't get hurt. What's your, what's your problem, old man? Can't control your hamstrings? Like, what? What's the deal? Right now we're looking at so Portland seven, Golden State eight, Memphis nine, Spurs ten. Of those, two, who would you like to see get those last two spots? Oh, it's got to be the Trailblazers and Golden State. I'm tempted I mean, to go Golden State and Grizzlies, man. I feel like we can, I like I, I love watching Dame, but I we've seen this Portland song and dance. We've seen it a lot. Like I, yeah, they're very good on offense, and their defense is terrible. It's awful. I just, I just, <laughs> I just sang my love affair to Carmelo Anthony. Like, having said that, I don't <laughs> want him in the playoffs. Uh, I'm, I don't think anybody wants this. Anyone outside San Antonio wants the Spurs in there, respectfully. But no, I think it would be good just to have the Grizzlies get that win under their belt, have the momentum going into the second game. But I just, I would uh, like seeing Steph in a winner go home game i think it'd just be wild like that's the exact reason it was made for get like a situation like that imagine if it was steph versus lebron winner go home that'd be fantastic you think they do the marvel stuff on that you think <laughs> they turn lebron into uh <laughs> the black widow uh, and give him no powers at all so i like people like you're competing for the six seed, the eight seed, and the ten seed now. I feel like by definition that gives you like who scroll down below ten seed, please. I want to see like how close are those teams? Like Pelicans, two and a half. They're two and a half out of it. I think we're what seven, eight games left, but that that's not an impossible distance. Like the Pelicans, just if they go six and two over their last eight, and the Spurs trick off a couple. What's uh, what's the East looking like? Uh, my Boston Celtics are in the seventh season right now. Are in the playing tournament, um, but it seems like <laughs> hell yeah, those like the nine ten is going to be the Pacers and the Wizards probably. Yeah, and then there's four teams vying to be four, five, and six, and right now Celtics are one game back. Okay, so of those seven through ten, which two would you like to see? Uh, Hornets, <laughs> Pacers. I know your style. Oh yeah, I would like to see. I mean, I want the Knicks to fall and then the Knicks and the Nets play in the first round. But I think the mm. Knicks are, I don't know, the Knicks have a six-game West Coast trip coming up. And so it's going to be interesting to see if they can survive that. Julius Randle just keeps being uh, very good. And so it's proud. very annoying. I'm uh, so proud. I keep looking at the schedule when I'm watching the, or the scores out of town and they just keep winning. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't like it. Them and the Hawks. Mm-hmm. So I just want the Celtics to avoid it. Um, I don't know. I think it'd also be funny if the Heat played the uh, Bucks in the first round, just to Oof. put a scare into them. That Bam just uh, pushes Giannis and takes his lunch money again. Another 
another hard fought series. I'd like that. I'd like that. I want like Hawks Knicks first round. I I mean I can't lose there. The Knicks got only Kentucky players. The Hawks are here. Like I that's I win that series. But I want I want Knicks Nets. Of course, I want it in the second round. That's why I need the Nets to get that number one. Because otherwise we're not getting that. But I, Philly. Milwaukee in the second round would be an absurd second round series. Like, I feel like there, any second round series at this point is going to be, unless the Hawks make it, but hey, anything else. Nah, yeah. Like even talking my uh, delusional self into the Celtics being good, like <laughs> silly boy. Any of the top, like the top three seeds in the uh, East are very good teams, and then uh, I still like believe in the Celtics and the Heat just having that pedigree. And the Knicks just keep winning, uh, which is I uh, very frustrating. But it's I don't know. I, don't, I believe in the Knicks need. less because they've never been to the playoffs. Maybe that's a good and thing. And so it's like Reggie Bullock. Is Reggie Bullock really going to show up in the playoffs and continue <laughs> knocking down big shots? Probably because he's been doing it all year. But uh, Is Evan Fournier? Is Peyton Pritchard? Evan Fournier came out after last game was like, I'm still suffering after effects of uh, covid Lights make my eyes very blurry, and it messes with my depth perception. And it's like it's going to be hard to play basketball in that condition. But yeah, suck it up, Frenchie. <laughs> no, it, I did read that, and I was like, goodness gracious. I don't know if it's. I know Tatum had similar. I don't know if it's just like they're being honest about it, or like what did Boston just try like some experimental medication where it's like I, because that's one of those like yeah, it's like light hurt your head. You you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be playing under the bright lights. Yeah, there's there's nothing brighter than an NBA game. And depth perception feels important. Yeah, like I don't like, – how do you – what are you shooting at? Like if you're depth – you're just shooting – like I thought I was 10 feet away, but like you, you were 45 feet away, Evan. And he's like, well, sorry. So I – I don't. I keep thinking yourself is going to get it together too, but I, I don't know. I just don't – like if they make it out, if they if y'all looking at the Nets in the first round, that's that's Nets in five. Give me Nets in five. What if James Harden's not back yet? Because he's probably not playing the rest of the regular season. They don't yeah. know when he's going to come back. Now he, I feel like the Nets in five, still Nets in <laughs> five. I don't think I don't think it would change the line um, whatsoever, really. But boy, oh boy, what if the what if the Hawks made it to the four seed? Wouldn't that be something? Just got smoked. Or if the Hawks, it's like the Hawks, like Philly just cannot, Ben Simmons cannot chase Trey Young around these screens and the Hawks are in the conference finals. Philly sitting at home. I know you'd like that. I do. Anything anti-Philly. I just want to see Philly lose. Um, but do you, like, who do you think is the fourth best team in the East? Oof. I've, in terms of like a playoff series, like who I would, who's most likely to reach the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, like if I, if I was Philly, the team I would want to see least is the Miami Heat. Just my, just because, like I think the Heat a lot. They've had like some injuries. They've had some depth issues. I feel like a lot of that goes away in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler's been dominating for. I don't know, two months, three months now. 
Like he's kicking ass. Bam is like nobody defends Embiid, but Bam is a about as good as you're gonna get. Like he's gonna make him work for his 35 and 15. And you got the the Jimmy against Philly, little extra juice there. So I I, I still think I'd pick Philly to win that series, but it's like really we couldn't be playing the the Pacers right now. Like it it's like a couple <laughs> game difference between all these teams. We had to get the the one team with Jimmy Butler and Bam and Spolstra, like coaching, definitely advantage in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to see the Heat. That's the it's especially bad if it's the Bucks who get them in the first round. Yeah, they. But I say the Buck. There's not even anything they could do. Like they're two and a half from two, three and a half from three. Like they're just kind of stuck. They just have to pray that the Hawk, like the Hawks, get in there. Celtics. I don't. I. Respectfully, I think they'd make short work work of your Celtics. Not if the Celtics are fully healthy, is what I've been trying to convince <laughs> myself for two months now. Yeah, for uh, seventy-one games, have they had their top seven guys ever? No. Is that any reason <laughs> to think that they will? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. I'm trying. Like I don't. Like I want the Hornets in there because they're cool. But the last spot, I kind of want them Wizards, man. The Wizards are making a run. That's what I'm saying. Russ is doing things like only Oscar Robertson and Wilt Chamberlain have ever done, which is wild company. To Wizards be are in. eight and two in their last ten. That's what I'm like. They, I think I'd rather see the Wizards than the Celtics. Sorry, Jam. Sorry. Like again, it's you guys can get them next year, huh? They're gonna have to beat the Celtics when the Celtics lose the first round of the play-in tournament, and then uh, <laughs> have to go. Host the Wizards. That's then the, like the Celtics are best when their backs up are against the wall. They were down 32 points to the Spurs, and they had a comeback. So all it takes is being down real bad, and then this team comes together for magic. I, was, I don't know if you're doing that against a team with Bradley Beal. He might that just score fair. another 32. Like That's just kind of what he does. And also Westbrook is just uh, – he's doing things literally only he can do right now. Like tw- rebounds – 20 rebounds, 20 assists, triple doubles. Like, what are you talking about? Like, those nobody does that. Only him, but. They dropped 50 assists on, was it the Pacers two nights ago or last night? I think so. Yeah, that's why I was like, the Pacers, I. Where, can you click on the, I want to see what the Pacers offense is rated. Can we see that? Or through basketball reference? Because I, I just remember being told, it's like, hey, they had to get Nate McMillan out of there because he doesn't run this modern offense. I said, okay, like, y'all watch the team, man. But I need to see, like, what are the Pacers doing now? Because they're not good. No, they have Both also been Turner's been out and Brogdon's been out. Yeah, Turner's been out for a minute. But I, that's why I want to see what's the offense. Like, if you tell me the defense cratered without Turner, I get that. What, I want to see this offense. Offensive rating is 112. Points per 100 percent. I don't even know. Like, I feel like normally that'd be really good this season. I feel like that might be like 28. Click on, uh, yeah, let me see like their this year profile. What rank is that off? It's at the top, should be at the top 15th, dead middle. Yeah, so uh, okay, sick, sick offensive profile. Okay, now can you give me the Hawks? Because I feel like Nate McMillan's coached enough games now to where the Hawks profile will be and it's like huh 
Because the whole thing I said, like, if you want to name him, I get it. They lost, I think, three straight first round series. What are the Hawks? They are eighth. Interesting. So I was like, what is it? Is it a scheme or is it the personnel? Right? Like, I feel like it's a lot easier to hit three pointers when you have Herder and Trey Young and John Collins can hit a three versus when you have two traditional bigs and Victor Oladipo with one leg. So interesting. Yeah, the Pacers aren't just aren't good. They're not like no. they're not bad. They got no. some solid players, but they're not good. They're they're another one. Like I've like I, I've seen West Coast Portland. Like we we've seen what this style of team can do. Like yeah, Sabonis Sabonis is nice. Miles Turner's a great defender. Uh, Brogdon Levert, happy Levert's healthy, but like playoff, I I'm all set. And I don't think TJ Warren's coming back, so it's not even like they can be it's like oh if we get this. You know, if we can just make it, we can have playoff bubble TJ Warren come save us. So I I think I'd like to see Hornets Wizards in there. Even though it'd be a short stay for both, but might be a short stay for your Celtics, man. It's uh That's what's wild about the playing game. I'd like believe in the Celtics somewhat of like if Jason Tatum's gonna continue averaging forty points a game, like they have a, a pretty decent chance of things, but I don't want to play the Wizard or the Hornets and um and Lamelo's back. Lamelo's back. Hayward, like Hayward's been out for a while. Like they're ooh, pretty solid Hayward team. Balls. Ooh, the revenge ooh. game of Terry and Hayward. Oh, and my good friend Nick Friedman, assistant That's, coach who used to coach for the Celtics, are just the ultimate revenge tour. You'd be in hell. You'd be in absolute it, hell. It would be tough. The Hornets, all they do is just pass the ball. I think they lead the league in assists. Like they are just moving it constantly and do you see the underhand lamello pass the other night it's it's one of those like i feel like i you, you see like a lot of good passes like man it takes like you know a lot of practice to throw that touch on an alley i don't even know how you practice that with lamello like you just tell somebody just run full speed i'm just gonna underhand just cup this ball to you 70 yards 70 feet hit down, you in down. stride yeah i'm not hit you in, don't don't even worry like don't look up like part of it is you can't look up, you can't know it's coming. It just drops in your hand. So, I need to see playoff Lamelo. I would like to see playoff Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Honestly, I'm trying to. The the thing about the playing tournament is like, okay, say the Celtics make the seven, they have two chances to remain in the playoffs. Like they have right. to lose two games. If you're bitching about it, the, like the playing tournament, and then you lose two basketball games, yeah. worse records than you, you can't really complain. So like no. LeBron, just win the first game if you're the seventh seed, and then like go up against the Jazz. Like uh, they're giving a lot of leeway to the seven and eight seed to like the opportunity to stay in the playoffs and to be the seven and eight seed. Like the seven and eight seed every year normally sucks. They get just worked in the first round. Yeah, that's why it's a thing I've heard Zach Lowe say, and I agree with. I think it should be a like if we're going to do the play in, keep the plan, which I'm fine with. Whoever comes out of seventh and eighth, then the number one seed should get to pick who they play. Would you be opposed to that? Like if the six, oh no, yeah, like say if it comes out like Celtics Hornets right now, Sixers would get their pick, and they're like, yeah, we like we want Boston, we want our revenge for last year, or they're like, hey, the Hornets don't have anybody inside for like Biombo and Zeller uh, aren't going to quite. Cut. <laughs> But plus that, that little, uh, I get nobody. I don't even know if they make bulletin boards like for material anymore, but a little, uh, 
little fuel in the tank. If the Sixers are just like, oh, oh, please, oh, give us the Pacers. They're terrible. And the Pacers are like, why I ought to? And they go out there and just get rolled. And they have to say it uh, live on television. I think the best. Like that's some content. I have Marvel sponsor that. I'd I'd do Mm. it. I think it should be like both the seventh and the eighth seed teams are there. And you only know before, like before game (laughs) one of the, like they walk out and they're like, who are you playing? It's like, we are playing the Washington Wizards. And now the Charlotte Hornets have to go to, have to fly to Brooklyn. They have to catch a flight. to. They've had to play in 45 minutes, but they have to catch a flight to Brooklyn and immediately play the two seed Nets. I'm just trying to jazz up the, the league I love. You know what I mean? How much of a wild disadvantage would that be for the opposing teams like coaching staff? Or it's like, I just don't, we don't know who to, I guess they would automatically scout for one team, but it's just like, you got to come up with a game plan in 15 minutes, buddy. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Listen, the Embiid guy, him and 21 guard him. Uh, the uh, the Simmons guy, not so much. Stand back. Yeah, not not just uh, just leave him to his own devices. Um, but that's okay. So when okay, so we got about a week left. I'm guessing everybody's got seven or eight games. Yeah, seven or eight games. They're playing. Everybody's playing a game every single night. So okay, we'll uh, probably do okay. We'll say playoff previews for next show. Uh, got a little time. All right, switching gears. I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, man. Then we'll do our baby boy of the week and our our picks and what have you. I know you saw that. Well, I think it was draft. It was before the Wednesday before the draft. It might have been Thursday, the first draft night, where it came out that Aaron Rodgers is done with Green Bay and he doesn't want to go back and all that. And I'm. Yeah, what night? That was the for okay. So that was from a couple of days ago. But Ad, it says Aaron Rodgers is adamant, adamant in quotes that he won't return to the Packers if Brian Gutenkunz, I don't know, uh, remains Gutenkunz. Gutenkunz. Uh, that's a very Packers GM name. Remains as the GM. I didn't see. I didn't hear that. That was the qualifier. Because if so, this feels like a very easy fix. Like, hey, Brian, you got to get the fuck out of here, man. Like, well, how long is Gutkunst had yeah, the job? What, what uh, it's like, hey, listen, man, we it's nothing against you, but it was you or him. And one of you won the MVP last year. So I didn't know that was the stip. I thought Aaron Rodgers, I thought it was just out. Yeah, what, what's what's Gutkunst? What's his story? How he long has he joined the team in 1998 and served as a scout and an assistant executive? And became the GM in 2018. Okay, so he's fresh on the scene, and let's like he he'd be out of work for 10 minutes, right? Like he's built a playoff team. They've been they haven't been a Super Bowl team, but they've been a playoff team. He'd be fine if that's literally what's stopping Aaron. Hey, man. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. I want to go. Bill Barnwell has me blocked, so I can I, I don't get. To speak to <laughs> Here's an opportunity. Yeah, so there's Bill Barnwell says there's no way. Aaron Rodgers should be allowed to fire Brian Gutenkunz. That's too much power. Aaron Rodgers should be allowed to nominate a younger, more athletic replacement for Gutenkunz who could take over in a couple years to keep the Packers operating at a high level. I think he's being funny there. Yeah, I think he's being facetious. I think, yeah, I, think, I think Billy B is having some fun. Not right. everything's on the level with that tweet. Yeah, at our Willie Barnwell, you sly boots, you. But I, I think I just come to things from an NBA point of view. Because I always like I've seen it's like well, 
Aaron Rodgers has no leverage. I mean, unless he wants to retire or unless he wants to not show up to camp or unless he wants to go host Jeopardy. I was like, those are three. Th- those are three leverages. Those are exactly <laughs> three leverages. Because I always believe that the talent has the leverage. And again, I think that's a very NBA thing. Like Harden said he wanted to go to Brooklyn. He ended up in Brooklyn. It was like Brooklyn doesn't have the talent, the picks. Whatever. They'll make it happen. The talent has the leverage. And I still feel this way with Aaron Rodgers. Like he plays a premium position at an MVP level. I know he's 37, but the guy that just won the Super Bowl is like 56. Right? That's not to say that's it's clearly the exception, not the norm. But also what Drew Brees, Philip River, like guys are just playing longer now. Like if Aaron Rodgers played like three more years of like pro bowl, all pro level ball, would you be surprised? Like if he just keeps it for like three more years, that feels like nothing. So I I don't know. I I just feel like it's gonna it's gonna be on what he what he decides to do. And if he's serious about this Jeopardy business, then I don't know what the Packers are supposed to do like that. <laughs> That's one of oh, oh, they have no leverage. Well, what's Tell that? Kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, like what? I read, I wish I had the article, but I just took the quote. I thought it was a good quote. It just said, This is this seems to be what the Packers will do. By retiring, Rodgers will be forced to repay $23 million in unearned signing bonus money. And he'd also lose the $6.8 million roster, $6.8 million roster bonus he earned earlier in the offseason. Likewise, he'd give up the 14.7 million dollar base salaries due to earn this year that's 44.5 million and jeopardy doesn't pay close to that amount that's the end of the quote first he hadn't got the 15 yet that's not 45 million that's 30 million right like it's still 30 minutes still a lot but it's not 45 million also he's made 240 million in his life like nobody wants to give up 30 million like nobody wants to you know i okay i gotta give this back but if there were ever a person who would do something out of spite, out of pure spite, <laughs> I, f- I feel like Aaron Rodgers would do. I feel like he would he'd send it in pennies or something like that. He'd be like that kind of dickhead about it. He'd send it in like Canadian money and make them uh, convert it to U.S. dollars, legal tender. But sometimes like the Colts let Andrew Luck keep his money. But the Lions make Calvin Johnson pay it back. Like, it's really no telling. I think they would, if it ends this way, they definitely make him pay it back. But I looked up the, the Jeopardy sale. You know how much Alex Trebek was making? Are we talking per episode here, annually? Uh, just Yeah, annually. Just take, take, uh, take a stab at it. It's got to be millions. I would say $2 million a year. Oh, jam. Am I underselling it, Alex? Oh, damn. I found two different numbers, or consistently between two different numbers. The low end was 10 million. The high end was 18 million. Wow. Yeah. So let's. Well, We're let's really on that tweet. That quote's really underselling the Jeopardy opportunity. That's what I'm, that's my point. entire point. Like, okay, let's call it, let's split, split it down the middle. Let's say it's 14 million. And let's say uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't step into 14 because he's not your back. RIP to the legend. Let's say he steps. Let's say they give him. I would say 10 to tw- let's say 12 because it's going to be a decent bit for him to be like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll commit. Let's to say 10 it. to make the math easier on us. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't pass the math bar. Shame. Me neither. But <laughs> still shameful. Um, let's say. So he's like, OK, I'd have to give up this 30, but I can go make 10 immediately. Not getting my bell rung like not. 
like at a much less dangerous sport. What can you look up how much Tony Romo makes? He makes an absurd amount. He and like the thing is like, oh, if he wanted to come back, if he's healthy now, he wanted to come, he could make more money than that. And it's like, yeah, but I think he likes making ten million dollars and not get hit. He makes seventeen million dollars a year from CBS. Seventeen million dollars in scratch, and also one Aaron Rodgers can do Jeopardy for the next forty years. That's the thing. Jeopardy is not a full time job. They film about like eight episodes a day. That's they what film I'm entire saying. tournament of champions in one day. That's like that's my. If he wants, if Aaron Rodgers wanted to do this and then go also call games or be a, a talking head in the booth, and he's like, listen, I'm just, like that's my NFL. I'm, not the whole salary, of course, but I'm also only working for NFL season and six weeks of Jeopardy, and I'm not getting CTE doing either of those things. Also, we have to think about the potential exposure for his post-NFL when he's completely done. Jeopardy is on the screens of every single, like, that's in a national show that's basically on basic cable. International at at this point. They got Jeopardy in languages. You're just on the face of millions uh, for the next, what, 10 years? You become an instant just, like, household name. Everyone's going to know who you are. I think for his brand, it's perfect. Jeopardy is, like... It's wild that he's even considering coming back to the Packers. That's my like. That's my entire like. He didn't have any. Oh, unless he wants to go host Jeopardy. It's like I think y'all are underselling how sweet this Jeopardy gig could. Because I'm sure he could tell like like I'll do it ten million per, but I'm gonna need at least a four year contract or whatever. He's like, okay, so that's forty. After that, I think like I he's one of the few celebrities I think would legit. I think it'd be him or Levar Burton. Those are really like the only two. I think they're both. Like smart enough, can joke enough. They can, you know, kind of bust your balls, but you know, you don't, I mean, unless he had some family members on there, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they'll have. But he's like, yeah, th- his salary would only go up from there. He can do that for the next thirty years. He could working still, about a month a year doing that. <laughs> he could still do the. They turn uh, was a state form. Is that the the discount double check? They find some way to still put he and Mahomes in a jeopardy. Like he. He'd still get endorsement money. He I thought you were going to say a State Farm discount double check sitcom. Which I... Listen, hold on now. Different hijinks of why you need insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Just 30 minutes. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a down on his luck uh, NFL quarterback. Yeah. Pushed out now. But I, I just... I don't think the Jeopardy card is... just. It's fun to just kind of... Oh, is it going to go host Jeopardy? Maybe. Like... What it sounds like this is something he wants to do, even if he kept playing football. So if they told him, it's like, yeah, like, okay, we'll give you what guaranteed three, four million or three, four year contract to to get you. I think he'd have to consider like, that's why I don't think this is as cut and dry as or the way he has a contract with the Packers. They're not going to trade him. Are the Packers good? Like, is he going to contend for if he comes back? Are they like title contenders? I, I mean, if he's going to play the MVP level, I would say they're always in title contention. But again, it, it doesn't sound like like the whole the gist of their beef seems to be him saying you can't treat me like this. I'm Aaron Rodgers, and then being like, "Yes, we can," because you're like you're still a football player. You're Aaron Rodgers, football player. And he's like, "You can't treat me, football player, Aaron Rodgers, like this." Like, what are you talking? You drafted. You know, a backup quarterback when I still got some juice left. Like, y'all been doing all this. And they're like, we literally did that with you. 
Like that's how you got here. You this is kind of what we do, and I get, I see both sides of it, but it just feels like such an old NFL like our way or the highway. And again, maybe that's just my NBA brain because anytime if somebody's unhappy at all in the NBA, they're like, "Oh, you got to tra- you can't have him bringing down the locker room." NFL is like, listen, you can die in that locker room. <laughs> like if you're unhappy, you can die at that locker, Rogers. But. I, saw well, some... I feel like maybe Belichick can get away with it. He drafted Garoppolo because he's won, but Gunkunst? Mm. Gunkunst yeah. is going to make these demands of Aaron Rodgers? I, I, I don't know it's... if the Kunst man uh, <laughs> has, has that kind of leeway. But also, trust me, I've been a scout and assistant executive in this <laughs> department for 10 years. Right. Yeah. No, I've overseen. Uh, it was my idea to draft before. you. Yeah. Right. It would, what the hell? Um, but that and. Like I've seen some of the, I feel like Broncos is the main one. That's the only one I've seen. I've seen, I saw, I saw Billy Barnwell. I read the article. I don't know why, he, like, I don't, there's no beef with me and Bill Barnwell. I don't know. <laughs> he, he clearly has beef with me, but so I read the art and looked at some of the, like the fake trades. He's got, the Packers would get Pat Sertan the second, who they, who was the Broncos first round pick this year. Wide receiver, Tim Patrick, quarterback, Drew Locke. I don't know why they would want Drew Locke. 2022 first, 2023 first, and the Broncos get Aaron Rodgers and Eric Stokes, who was the Packers' first-round pick this year. Which, if I'm the Broncos, I feel like I do that. Like, if you think you're ready to compete, you think you can compete, you bring in Aaron Rodgers the same way you brought in, like somebody pissed off Peyton Manning. I mean, not even pissed off, his neck fell apart. But if you're willing to roll those dice, I feel like I do that if I'm the Broncos. They had the Raiders. Like Derek Carr, again, I don't know why they would want Derek Carr. A 2022 first, a 2022 second, and a 2023 first. So basically Derek Carr and three picks for Rodgers and a 2023 fourth round pick. If I'm the Raiders, I feel like I do. Like, I, you're not going to, I get because of his age and all that, you're not going to get, you know, three, four, five first rounders. I, I 100% get that. But like, I think Detroit has the juice to do it. They would never trade him in division. But Detroit got two extra picks from the Rams coming in and their own picks. Like you could send them four picks. That's just from two drafts. Like after that, you you still have all your other capital. Like Giants is interesting. The one I want is Washington. Like if I'm Washington, because wa- like Washington's defense is legit right now. They have weapons. I think their line's pretty decent, but I know like Terry McLaren's good. Antonio Gibson's good. I feel like the line's decent enough. And if you just like the trade he had was 2022 first, 2022 second, 2023 first, and a 2023 second, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Matt Ioannidis defensive tackle, and Washington gets Rodgers. I get that's a big haul. I would, that team won the division last year with Alex Smith in one leg. And we see what Aaron Rodgers does when he's pissed off. Now, you think he wouldn't be pissed off to, like if he just plays MVP ball for like three more years, if you get one ring out of it, even one Super Bowl, I feel like Washington would go crazy for that. They're not going to get to the Super Bowl with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the quarterback. Like I don't care how good their defense is. If this was the like, NBA, Rodgers could pick his team like Harden did with the Nets, and yeah. like they would have to like. But that I think if they did that in the NFL, and like Rodgers said, "I'm going to host Jeopardy unless you trade me to this team," and then it happened. <laughs> 
every NFL fan's mind would explode. Like the players have too much. Oh control. yeah, listen, that this that would be the, la- the spirit of the game. Yeah, in, in an unprecedented event, all thirty-two owners have put their team up for sale. Like I, I think the owners would just freak out. They, it's like yeah, I'm. It's either Jeopardy and you trade them to the 49ers or all Jeopardy, like I or, or full-time Jeopardy. But I think San Francisco is an interesting one. Like, I know they, I know they love Trey Lance. They like traded two extra picks to get up to him. But now it's like, what if they would have just stayed at twelve? Like they, like Justin Fields went eleven, right? Like, do you you love Trey Lance enough to be like, okay, it's Trey Lance or Justin Fields, and you keep two extra first round picks? Like that is the gap that big? Maybe, maybe not. But if you're loving. Like Trey Lance, if you just like you could send this pick or just take a non quarterback and just trade those extra two firsts as part for Aaron Rodgers. Like, if it's gonna take two firsts, and that's what I've seen two firsts, some conditional pick, and probably one of your young players, which I feel like San Fran has plenty of young talent if they want to send somebody back like that. That would feel like the move. Now, again, the Packers would always have the say is like, we're not trading you to a contender we're not trading you within division whatever like that but washington felt like washington and denver probably yeah denver's different conference denver should be on the phone like hour like are y'all are y'all ready to trade him yet I'll, I'll call back at four um and just see because again i don't know what they would want with Derek carr but if you tell me like those same picks and you throw in like henry ruggs or somebody like that it's like okay we'll like we get Jordan Love, he'll have Devontae Adams, Henry Ruggs, extra picks, all that. We're all the way committing to Jordan Love. And John Gruden would get to ruin Aaron Rodgers. I feel like everybody, <laughs> I feel like everybody wins here. But I just wanted to point out, I I just really don't think the Jeopardy side of this is being it sounds like when you're thinking about hosting Jeopardy now. I can see it in your eyes. I, yes, absolutely. It'd be a pretty just 10 to 12 minutes and just like call people a geek and just have all the answers to questions. I also, I'm a pretty big nerd. You're just learning facts all day. You're yeah, you're like, like huh. You're just, now I know everything. Yeah, what, well, huh? Okay. We don't have no more uh, Byzantine Empire <laughs> uh, categories. Now you just know, have a, know a little knowledge about everything. So at any point in time, you're like, well, at this point in 1880, uh, the <laughs> light bulb was invented by Edison. That's all I'm saying. And that's man. what people want in conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> and it, I don't like my thing with Aaron Rodgers is I've never I think he he has the talent to play till he's 45. I've just never seen him as that guy to me. He just seemed like like I'll play like as long as I'm good. Like I'm not gonna be out here like struggling around or anything like that. So I if he says he would walk away at 37, he got three MVPs, a ring, and two hundred million dollars. I'm about to get married. Like this is the guy you want to test. Like, this is who you want to play chicken with. This is who you, what are you going to do? Retire Aaron. No, wait, come back. No, stop. Something to consider. But so it's a done deal. Like, or the Packers are like hanging with a uh, good kudst or they just like committed to trading him. Like there's no way he goes back to green Bay right at this point. Well, it, I mean, that that's the, that's the game is set now because he's the sources. The word is that he's not going back. But the word is that the Packers are also like, listen, we're not trading him. So 
And again, they do. They have the power in that sense. And it's like he has no leverage. I'm like, he he decides what he wants to do. He is all there. If there's leverage here, it's on what he decides to do. If he decides to show up and it's like, OK, I'll, I was just mad that day. Like We can work this out. Then he decides that that's not because of their leverage over him. If he decides to walk away, he has the power there. So I don't know. But in the meantime, if I was Denver or Washington, the Giants, like if I was the giant, I would be calling like two first round, like three. I, I'd hate to go to three, but if we can get one of those, like if we if I trade three first round picks, like you promise you'll play like five more years for us, like we'll extend your contract or whatever. And if I think I can win a Super Bowl, I'd probably do it. Like the Patriots. What do you think the Bucs would have gave up for Tom Brady this year? Then we'll jump into the, the picks. They didn't give up any, like they, they, they didn't just give up anything. Them. I would say multiple first round picks. Like if it's like, okay, we can't, of course, before the season, you can't guarantee they're gonna win it, but the team outside of him is stacked. Like loaded. What would you get like for the right to just you don't have to negotiate, you don't have to fight with any other teams? And he's like, Yeah, Tom Brady's like, I want to play till I die. Like, I want to play time 80. I feel like they would give up at least one or two first, even with Tom Brady's advanced age. It's worth if you win a ring, it feels worth it. And if you're Washington, Denver, I, don't, I guess I'm, I'm less certain about. I mean, they're in Patrick Mahomes' division. That's really my biggest concern. But if I'm Washington in that horrible, horrible division, and if you have a defense where you just like you instantly insert competent and some would say very good quarterback. <laughs> Guy wins MVP and y'all so quick to fawn uh over a three-time MVP. I let's see, let's see how the rest of his career plays out. Especially if he's not focused. I mean, he's gonna be focused on Jeopardy and maybe all the new facts he's gonna know. Yeah, thinking about uh Guam for some reason, but just something to consider. Aaron, I know Aaron also listens to this show. I think you should really weigh the Jeopardy stuff, man. Like, have somebody put together, like, you'll make more money short-term from the Packers and all that, but if you're playing the long game, you're going to lose Jeopardy till you're 75. And again, his salary is only going to go up. Like, I think he could, he could put another $300, 350000000 million on the board only from Jeopardy, depending on how long he's willing to do this, but. Say Aaron Rodgers doesn't go with like the sportscaster route and doesn't follow Tony Romo. I feel like he's a guy who's like setting himself up. He kind of thinks he's a Hollywood guy. Oh what's yeah. The, Look. What's what's the project you most want to see Aaron Rodgers lead? Is it a, a sitcom, an action movie, dramatic piece? I I want Aaron Rod. We find out that he's uh, Vin Diesel's long lost brother <laughs> in Fast and Furious Seventeen. Uh, now I could definitely see Aaron Rodgers going into sitcom dad. He's got a wife that's just a lot more attractive and a lot smarter than him because that's just how sitcoms yeah. go. And uh. Yeah, they just casually make references to the fact that he used to be an MVP winning quarterback. <laughs> you got some options, Aaron. I'll leave it at that. I'd like to see him in courtroom drama, like just a <laughs> John Grisham novel where he's just, just passionate defense in front of a jury. Law and, he's just, he's Ice T's partner on Law and Order. That would be fantastic. I could see, yeah, I could see him being like a sassy uh, cop. He got to comb his hair a certain way to get that. I feel like he would be a good 70s detective. Oh, they bring the stash back? Exactly. 
Or he just, it might open up like a winery or something, man. <laughs> like that's where it's like there feels like a lot more options than just being, hey man, you put your name on this piece of paper. We all know NFL contracts are law. We all know those are there's no way to get out of those. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, do you want to be famous and relevant for the next uh 20 years? Right, yeah, or do right you want to not remember your, you want to not remember your kids' names? Which side, Rogers? Just something to think about. Baby boy of the week. Baby boy of the week. You know the baby boy of the week this this week is Jam. No idea. I'll tell you who. Stevan Booker. Stevan Booker. He got his third Western Conference Player of the Week award this year. Now the only Western Conference players with at least three this year are Jokic. Doncic and now Devin Booker and now East it's only Giannis and Tatum so five guys have at least three this year I just want this to be kept in mind when the all NBA votes come in I just want this kept in mind because it's all like it's going to be you know Donovan Mitchell or Booker Chris Paul or Booker which like both are good I could see both sides but I just want to be kept in mind that the only other guys to do to get three of these awards are like lock all NBA guys. Nobody's questioning if Giannis is going to make it or Jokic or Doncic. I would even say Tatum. I think with his play lately, I feel like he's damn near a lock to be second or third, but one of he's going to be on an all NBA team. So I just want that in mind when all NBA time comes. Played four games this past week, four wins, three of which over playoff teams, Knicks, Clippers, and Jazz, which like when you're fighting for the one seed, every win you can uh, get is a good one. He put Rudy Gobert on skates. I'm sure you saw that. Turned him around. And 29 points, four boards, four assists, 55% shooting, 82% from the field. They're about a plus nine in each of these games when he was on the court. And I, don't, I think they're, I guess, a half game back now. But still very much in contention for the number one seed. So you're doing great, Devin. Uh, Mel and I are proud of you. Now, time to lose some money. Yeah, buddy. Time, See what the risk team has cooked up for us. Time to yeah. Well, they they sure bit me yesterday. I won't be bitten again. You probably will, but it I'll, won't be your fault. I'll <laughs> almost certainly be bitten again. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, I see one jumping off the bat to me already. Hit me. Uh, yeah, the rivals. Is it up? Do they even have it up there? I'm looking for uh, DiVincenzo Durant. Do they have that on yours? Are they already <laughs> taking this down? There it is. Just reload. There we Okay, I was going to say, I need to lock it in while I can. Points. Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. Kevin Durant, who's going to score more points, he or Dante DiVincenzo? Dante DiVincenzo is getting 22 points. I'm going Kevin Durant. Dante, the last game Dante played, he played 30 minutes. He scored zero points. (laughs) The game before that, he scored three points. The game before that, he scored nine points. Durant's last two games, he scored 42 apiece. So even if like you say Dante had well, okay, he you know he's back on track. He had a nice 12 point night. That means I need 34 for Durant. I think call me crazy. 
I think Kevin Durant can score 34 points, 35, I guess, with the book. But I'm going Durant there, which means you should definitely go Dante. Dante, seven of seven from three. <laughs> Durant, worst shooting game ever, three for 12. Look, the, the Mets got beat uh, by the Bucks recently. They really want to load up on Giannis. Dante's going to be wide open in the corner. He just he sets the uh, three point. He had 17 threes. He didn't miss a single shot. But I'm going Durant there. Ooh, Lonzo versus LaMelo. I like that. I like that. They got points, rebounds, assists. Lonzo's getting two. Lonzo's getting two. Give me Lonzo there. I think I said this in the, the Jalen Jaden, like the McDaniels thing. I like, I think I, I just about always go big brother. Plus, he's getting the two. So give me Lonzo there. And the last one. We got another Bridges or Brothers matchup with the Bridges. The Br- yeah, the <laughs> the Bridges brothers. Uh yes. They're not even brothers, but I do like the rivalry. Let's see, let's see. Okay, points, Miles, or you get Mikhail and four points. Mikhail has bitten me before. I'm going Miles. I think Miles might be hurt. Oh, boy. Is he? Risk to even putting him up there, but I want to say that he got hurt recently. Motherfuckers. You would, they, the risk team would adjust for that. Um, oh, yeah, he just I... entered health and safety protocols like an hour ago. Okay, so let's lock in Mikhail Bridges. Uh, <laughs> That's a win. <laughs> Take that, risk team. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if I can lock this in real quick. You don't even have Shams or Woj on your uh, your phone? Suck it. What, what? <laughs> Mikhail Bridges scores three points tonight. I'm like, God damn it. How could you not score? He didn't play. He can't even travel with the team. Uh, okay, got that one locked in. Woo. Nailed it. <laughs> now, let's get to some of our regular picks. Ooh, Devin! I can't make him baby boy of the week and then not, especially against Cleveland. Against like twenty six and a half. Give me the over there. Uh, I don't. I think they'll probably beat Cleveland really bad. Uh, Give me. Give me. I'll go over there. I like the over there. Steph. They play the Pelicans again. Mm. Yeah, now's a weird point in the season where they're having a bunch of those back to back games. Give me under there. Like, I could see him going for, like, a nice 33. Like, they clearly don't have shit for him. But give me the under there on Steph. And. Ooh, Isaac Okoro. Point. Give me the under there. He's a 10.5 point. He, he contributes without scoring. Give me the under there. Let's lock that one in. So over Oro. on D, yeah, over on D book, under on Steph, under on a Coro. And I gotta I just it's just burn a hole in my pocket, man. I feel like I gotta I gotta give him like a four timer for the big money. Yeah, this is why people tune in is to make money. Yeah. Let's I mean, see. I think you gotta I've watched PJ Washington recently. Mm-hmm. He's quite good. He's a good basketball player. I agree. Especially when the Hornets go small, he's they're they're a very good team. Uh, it just happens that they have no one else, and then have to play Cody Zeller and sometimes Bismack Biombo. But PJ Washington can, I think, over six and a half rebounds is uh, makes a lot here's, of sense. Here's the thing: 
He's also out Tuesday. He's also not playing. Oh, dude, those motherfuckers. Yeah, so I'm hammering the under. No. Um, <laughs> no, he's out. Is that personal reason? So hopefully nothing serious there. But give me. Okay, Joe Harris, 12 and a half. He just scored five his last game against. And I kind of like that. You score five against uh, Milwaukee, you get to play him again. Give me over on Joe. Give me the over on Joe. Give me Jimmy Butler, 21 and a half. Give me over on that. I could see one of those, like he's got 17 going into the fourth quarter, but then him and Luca kind of get into a little, a little cha-cha. Ariza, nine and a half. Feels like a lot of points. I'm going under there. Ariza is playing. That's the one reason I don't really believe in Miami because Trevor Ariza <laughs> is playing big minutes for them. He's playing substantial. A lot of Trevor Ariza uh, is going on. What about Black mean? Panther Andrew Wiggins? The <laughs> T'Challa Wiggins. Uh, I kind of want somebody from Toronto. I kind of want. Give me Siakam. Okay, Siakam, thirty-two and a half points, rebounds. Assists. He just had a great game against the Lakers. That's if he gets what 22, 5 and 5. He'd be on 23, 5 and 5. I'm going give me over. Yeah, that's not, a, I love I love to slander Siakam, but that 32.5 number for all three categories feels like it's the exact type of thing he could get you on. That's what yeah, like he if it was See, this is if it was on the uh, live stream yesterday, we could definitely bully the wrist team into dropping it to like 12 and a half. <laughs> they're just they're very easily bullied. Um, but yeah, let's go over Joe Harris, 12 and a half points, over Jimmy Butler, 21 and a half points, under for Trevor Ariza, nine and a half points, and over for Pascal Siakam, 32 and a half combined points, rebounds, assists. That's the 10-time whopper. So 50 cents there will get you five whole dollars. Very ready to go 0-3. Very ready to lose my shirt. As I am one to do every Tuesday. I will remind people, again, if you can't, go into the Best Ball Mania. Again, it's over a million dollars in price literally over a million dollars in prizes promo code trill t-r-i-double-l appreciate you super producer jam appreciate everybody listening and we will catch you next week